0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. How are you today, sir? Hanging in there. It's a busy day. A lot of things happening. You know, I don't know whether you heard about this, Bill, but yesterday uh, at the Capitol, there was a serious disturbance at the U.S. Capitol as opposed to January 6th. If you remember January 6th, the people who went into the Capitol, many of whom now are incarcerated, uh, they, they actually walked between the ropes and were for the most part, uh, respectful of everything. Well, those people, a lot of them got uh, jailed, and many of them have been jailed without uh, any kind of judicial remedy. I mean, they literally mm-hmm. are in jail without uh, a court date and uh, the charges even being presented to them. It, it, and, and nobody will uh, give them an answer as to when that'll all happen. Yesterday, at the Capitol... Uh, there was a demonstration, a pro-Hamas demonstration. Did you see this, Bo? It was no, it, I it, didn't it, see this it. This is this no. is a, this is amazing. First of all, let me just play a little background noise from the uh, the pro-Hamas demonstrators as they were. Uh, well, here's here's a lady who actually, in the middle of a Senate hearing, uh, walked in screaming at the senators. She she literally interrupted an active U.S. Senate hearing. And uh, they the the Capitol Police then went over, got her, and took her out of the Senate hearing. What I don't understand, and and I'll I'll play the bit, but what I don't understand is how they let these people actually get in. If they were paying attention, the Capitol Police, you think they'd like stop them before they went in to cause trouble? But that's Mm -hmm. a question for another time. Here's how it sounded when she went in. Listen.
1: they're being killed! They're being slaughtered! they are being slaughtered!
2: I got it on your face. Have a conscience!
1: This country is how we are supporting genocide! This is how mass atrocities happen. This is how mass atrocities are allowed to happen. This is how genocides are allowed to happen. When you're reading history books and ask, why? How do people not speak up? This is how. This is how. Israel has killed about 1,500 kids in
0: 10 days. Now Did they have 1, her escorting her, you know.
1: Heads blown off? Did you see the father picking up the body parts of his kids yesterday?
2: Because they were in a hospital when Israel
1: bombed them? And our tax dollars are funding it. Our tax dollars are paying for it. We are complicit.
0: Now, in the Capitol Rotunda bill, in the, the Rotunda, you know. Uh, they had a, a massive demonstration there. Yes, I mean there were demonstrations all over the capital, but part of the demonstrators in the Rotunda, these were people who called them Jews for Palestine, mm. and they were wearing a uh, Jewish prayer cloth. I don't; know, it's like a white kind of uh, mm-hmm. scarf that they wear when they're praying. And I think they're only. Right. And I'm not Jewish, but if memory serves me, uh, you're only supposed to wear that prayer. Uh, shawl when when you're praying, but these people were wearing it like a like a costume. So a lot of people were saying, uh, "Were these really Jews who were in the rotunda, or were they actors?" But uh, here, here's what it sounded like. Listen. Ah. and i don't understand what they were saying it sounded like they said something will go to hell if you ask me i didn't know well, what something something now uh, something something now l- yeah let me let me just play a little bit more of that to see what i can figure out what they were, what they were saying leave fire now
1: cease fire now cease fire
0: now leave Gaza now cease fire now Pardon? cease
3: fire now, cease fire now.
0: oh very good, Bill. I think you. I think you win the prize. I think I it get was. A cookie donut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cease cease fire now. now. Ceasefire now. Okay.
3: I've got problems with this. Number one, the lady goes in. Well, the fact that she got in. Let me just address that. The fact that she got in. That means anybody can get in. She could have had a draw a bomb strapped. Uh, inside oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, taken out the Senate chamber and a lot of the Senate. Uh, and I'm not going to make any comment on that, but that could have happened. Um, she's going, well, this is what happens, you know, uh, w- when you don't read your history books, ma'am, I would, I would suggest you read your history books <laughs> and ma'am, I would suggest that number one, you're saying, oh, it was Israel that flew the rockets. Well, we really don't know that yet. So you're making an accusation based on liberal news, not reporting news, but making assumptions and reporting an agenda that they want to sell to the people. And therein lies the problem. We got a left-leaning media that wants to sit there and sell a story. Now, it's funny you have that. There was, um, there was a guy back in 2016. Uh, as a matter of fact, I got his name here, I believe, uh, Douglas Vaughn. He used a different name. He posted a meme. Now, my question is, how many times have you seen a left-leaning meme That was negative, suggested to kill Trump, Mm -hmm. suggested this or that. Right. We're telling stupid MAGA people how to vote. You've seen them. All the time. All the time. Well, this guy posted a meme back in 2016 telling Hillary voters that they could vote online. Oh, I think I heard about this guy, Bill. Go ahead. Yes. Seven months in prison for conspiracy. You know what
0: he said? I think what he got in trouble for the the uh, thing that he put on online was, uh, Hillary voters, oh wait, Hillary voters want to uh, want to vote early. Text Hillary at in a certain number. <laughs> he, he it was a, it was obviously to anybody who read the thing that it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Want to vote for Hillary soon or now or something like that? Text Hillary at six. It, 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 obviously, it was a joke, but. And nobody complained, apparently, about it. But the federal government arrested the guy. And like you said, he's getting seven, seven months seven in jail. Seven months.
3: Yeah, there's... Yeah, the... Now, are they going to go after all the haters out there, the the lefties that promoted stuff? I can give you a list of names well, if you're well, a government official.
0: Well, Rashida Tlaib was at this rally yesterday. Well, of course she yeah, was. Of the squad she, had to yes. be there. Now, understand something. By the time she got up on the podium to speak yesterday... In front of this crowd, and to and to rile them up and to incite them. Now, mind you, remember what they said about President Trump when he said, uh, "If you're going to go to the Capitol to peacefully and patriotically mm-hmm. protest, that's what Trump said." And they're they're, they're trying to uh, have him thrown in jail for that. Rashida Tlaib knew when she was on the podium yesterday that the bomb that everyone talked about that supposedly hit the hospital in Gaza, it didn't really hit the hospital to be more specific it hit the parking lot it didn't do much damage at all to the hospital broke some windows Uh, it did mess up a few cars in the parking parking lot but you know they talked about initially 500 people died 500 people didn't die yesterday at that hospital in gaza that didn't happen and they also proved that the missile didn't come from israel they proved that the missile came from the palestinians it was one of their missiles. They're not sure whether it was a, a misfire missile or whether they intentionally wanted to drop it into the hospital so they could blame it on the Israelis. Either way, it was not an Israeli missile. But
3: well, where's the news on all of this?
0: Well, and Bill, they, 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 they initially, uh, everybody jumped on Israel. It was Israel's fault. It was uh, their missile. They They did a horrendous thing. A lot of people think that what they were trying to do is they were trying to uh, level the playing field, so to speak. The world knows that what Hamas did was barbarian on Mm. uh, a week ago, Saturday, when they killed all those people. What they were hoping to do was they were hoping to have Israel uh, suddenly be in a situation where they had to defend themselves from killing 500 innocent people in a hospital. But that, that didn't happen. But the news initially jumped all over it. New York Times, uh, the newspapers in London, the BBC. The BBC, one of the biggest news operations in the world. As soon as they heard the story from Hamas, they didn't send reporters over to ask what was going on and can we see the hospital. They just took Hamas's word for it and jumped all over it. It wasn't until some time passed when Israel proved with video and audio... That uh, the whole thing was a lie, mind you. Rita Talib, uh, I'll get that right. Rita Talib, mm. when she was speaking in front of the Capitol yesterday, and I'm going to play it for you in a second, she knew that it wasn't uh, a, a real story. She knew that the hospital hadn't been hit. But listen to what she said, Bill. Listen.
1: Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital. We're children. You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and, and the people telling the kids don't cry and like let them cry. And they're shaking and somebody, you know this, they keep telling them not to cry in Arabic.
0: Understand something. She hmm. didn't condemn the killing in uh, in the Gaza of area. You know, of she these is rivers. there
3: to sell the Palestinian agenda, and she knew damn good and well what really happened there. She's selling a lie, and everybody can cry. I'm crying because you're getting away with it. And you know what? She shouldn't even be in a public office in the United States no. because how she got her citizenship, do you know how she got her citizenship? Well, I think that
0: was—I think that wasn't Rita Talib. I think it was the other lady from uh, the other oh, yeah, member of the right, squad. You're right. with it's the, turban. the other one, but she was probably yes. there too. Yeah, but Talib is Talib is. Uh, uh, she's more Palestinian than U.S. citizenship. A citizen, but as she's far as selling I'm a
3: lie, and she should be held accountable. I mean, Trump wasn't selling a lie. He was just saying protest peacefully. You know, and mm-hmm. just that the election—it didn't look right. Well, and he's being—he's fighting for, you know, his freedom with a rigged system. Understand, now, though, Yesterday, there,
0: yesterday in the Capitol, mm-hmm. these people who were demonstrating tore down signs that were on the walls that had been put up by U.S. representatives supporting Israel. They did damage. They put graffiti on certain. Sections of the walls. They raised hell. They interrupted Senate hearings. They did all the things that the January 6 people were accused of doing. And yet, the January 6 people have been in prison for two and a half years. And these people will get a slap on the wrist and sent home. You watch. They won't be treated equally. We have two sets of standards in the United States right now. We have a standard for the, the the liberal left, and we have a standard for conservatives. If you are right. look look how look how Biden treats the people who support President Trump, they he refers to MAGA in the same way that he would refer it to Nazi MAGA MAGA, which was a term that was created probably at, off the cuff by President Trump at a rally, you know, make America great again, and suddenly it's. There's an equivalence between MAGA and Nazi. He's demonizing something. He's demonizing more than half the country. That's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's two separate standards. People who are, for example, uh, believe in a, making America great again, maybe some of them are uh, pro-lifers, these are the people who are who are watched by the FBI? You know that when Biden got into office, the FBI started to pay more attention to internal terrorist possibilities. Meaning, they would look at people who were MAGA supporters as if they were internal terrorists, as opposed to going after Hamas and uh, you know ISIS and the real, the real terrorists in the world. I mean, I would, I would be. I would ask you, how many MAGA people have blown up a bridge or done anything bad? Even during the January 6th thing, I would submit that the damage that was done were done by federal plants or people who were there to cause trouble. The real MAGA people were out there. They were there to celebrate uh, being around President Trump at his speech. They were there to support America. They weren't there to hurt it. Mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. I think, I think uh, we have our values upside down.
3: I really do. Yeah, we do. You know, they're, uh, they're, they're actually looking at the, uh, the Eighth Amendment now, uh, which is, you know, the, uh, what is it, the uh, capital punishment. That's actually a judge from Pittsburgh, that uh, a Bush appointee, that's bringing it up saying we need to, and I don't know where he's going with this, saying that we should be more strict. Or not, but either way, you open that can of worms, uh, that can change well, a lot of things. What is
0: what is the Eighth Amendment, Bill? What is it, And you know, generally speaking, what is it?
3: Generally speaking, it is uh, cruel and unusual punishment, how we deem uh, the type of capital punishment that is handed down. Mm-hmm. It does protect, um, let's say that uh, somebody is under 18, you know, then, you know, there are certain rights... Mm -hmm. bestowed upon them because of that you can't
0: hang them for murder or something like that if they commit it because they're juveniles
3: Mm -hmm. yeah and you know you would think as a society we would get a little bit more um uh, i don't know i don't want to say lenient but i would say that we are just a little bit
0: more civilized everything everything has changed in our society you know back in the uh, 18s 1860s uh, 1865 to be precise i mean the people who killed Abraham Lincoln, they as soon as they were found guilty, there was no year to think about it or um, we'll have another appeal. They literally built the gallows outside the courthou- courthouse. As a matter of fact, where the gallows were now, I think there were tennis courts over them, but mm-hmm. the site is still an open site. And, and I think they may have a plaque that says, you know, this is the spot where the, the people who were responsible for the assassination of President Lincoln were hanged. And one of them was Mary Surratt, who was a woman. Now, nowadays, I, I don't think they would hang a woman. I think, I don't think they'd hang a man without appeal after appeal after appeal. Nowadays, you can go 10 years after being found guilty and being ordered to be, because they're appealing your case. Uh, we, well, be, we become soft.
3: Yeah, you could go, and that 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 might be his point. But you got to be careful because certain liberals will take advantage of that. Because, you take case in point, you could go out and shoot somebody, just blank blanket on the street. A good liberal attorney will get you ten, twenty years for that max, you know. And you killed a guy, but you're back out on the street, and you know, good conduct stuff like that. You're you're walking again. Um, but you could change all this to where. You could be put to death, for well, I don't like you. You, you, uh, you spoke against our politics, and got to get rid of you. I mean, they'd love to find a reason to put Trump away and. Kill oh yeah,
0: him. oh oh oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's a good point. There are people who would abuse the law and and use it to their own their own benefit.
3: Yeah, um, and you know, and case in point, you know, where the guy for the stupid meme, you know. Um, you can do the if you're left, lefty. You can make fun of the right all you oh, want because absolutely. But here, here's a guy that did a joke. Eh, yeah, you know, yeah. Go ahead and send in your vote via yeah, yeah. text. You know, eh, he's getting prison time. Now, where, how is that? Just? Well, I,
0: I, I swear, I saw uh, jokes. You know, uh, don't forget to vote early and often on November. Sixth or whatever it was. Let's say the election date was November fourth. Yeah, they, made, they, they would have make it. Don't forget to vote early and often on November fifth. You know, as yeah. a joke, this judge and these people would have arrested that guy and give him seven months in prison for writing a a joke like that.
3: Yeah, but when but it, well, yeah. If if it was a right person saying it to the left, because yeah. that's apparently what it is. But I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. I did see something kind of interesting. Apparently, uh, it's it's interesting. It's not good. Uh, there are ten cities where they say it's imminent. They're on the brink of bankruptcy. If you really? Believe that? Or y- yeah, you got. Uh, can you guess who's at the top of the list? New York. Yep, New York City yep. is number one, followed by Chicago.
0: Well, there's a surprise.
3: Honolulu. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that either. Wow. Portland, Oregon. New Orleans. Philadelphia, St. Louis, Dallas, you'll love this one, Pittsburgh. Wow. And Miami. I didn't see Los Angeles on that
0: uh, list.
3: Well, they did the top 10. They're probably number 11. Uh, I'm kind (laughs) of surprised there, too. Maybe maybe that's really what uh, Honolulu is, is is Los (laughs) Angeles. But, you know, I don't know. They're not know they it, you They're know, taking money out of everybody's pocket. I uh,
0: it doesn't surprise me. What would surprise me is if any of those cities were run by Republicans. I would be willing to bet you that every single one of those cities is run by Democrats.
3: Well, you know, um, New York Democrat, yeah. Chicago Democrat. Uh, what did I say was number three? Honolulu. I don't know. Democrat. I think it's Democrat. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Democrat. Portland.
0: Yes, Democrat.
3: All right, New Orleans, Democrat. Well, Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Top five, Philadelphia. Oh, there. Oh, you Democrat. Go. That's number <laughs> number six. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, number seven, St. Louis, Democrat. Okay. Number eight. Uh, that's Dallas. I think it's run by a Democrat. But I think. I, I, I think Dallas is, is run
0: by a Democrat.
3: Yeah. Is he the guy though that uh, threw in the towel at the Democratic Party and switched? No, know.
0: that was a, I think that was a congressman. I could be wrong. Might have been,
3: yeah. Okay, uh, you got Pittsburgh number nine. You would know oh, that's, that's, that's
0: a Democrat for sure.
3: Yeah, and then Miami Democrat. So the and top the hits. cities are just to keep go... on coming. <laughs> yeah, and and you know how they're going to bail themselves out of this. Well, um, uh, it's not our spending or anything like It, it, it had to be Trump, but we got to raise your taxes.
0: Yeah. You see yeah. where, by the way, speaking of uh, strange, we, we have kind of a strange show today. Uh, you'll be interested in hearing this. Uh, Cher, you know Cher. Oh, she, yes. Cher has decided if Trump is reelected, she's leaving the country again. Well, now, she mind was going to do that before. Yeah. Well, she really, really, really means it this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we gonna hear from Rosie O'Donnell next? I don't know. All I can all I can see with Cher is uh, her in the skimpiest of outfits doing a music video on one of the battleships that she I don't know. Would oh, you re- yeah, Do you remember I, that yeah, video? Was,
3: every, yeah, yeah. She was sitting on the barrel of the gun, you know, and uh, with her tattoos and uh, not very much. She I think she still wears the same yeah. outfit oh. uh, for pictures, but she's she's an old woman. She's gotta uh, be
0: eighty or close to it. Has yeah, to do be. you
3: want to see an eighty-year-old woman in um, uh, yes. in in French? Uh, I don't know French-cut dental, dental floss. I don't think so. Um, and uh, <laughs> she, but but
0: she really sure means it, it this time. She says, "If Trump's elected, she's leaving the country." I would I would ask. Uh, maybe we should ask our listeners to start sending donations in. So that we can get her a ticket and she could go sooner. I mean, oh, that's,
3: she's got the money. Where's where, where she from? She's uh, um, I forget. These, She's one
0: of these people, and like it, it. it's sad to say this. and I, I would include Robert De Niro Romania. in this. These people, they are touchy feely. They they don't really do their homework, as they would say. I I, I kind of hate that. I cringe at that term because it's overused, but. In this mm-hmm. case, it's it's for real. These people, uh, they don't really pay attention to the news. They kind of bump into it along the way of life, you know. Like, oh, I don't like Trump's hair. Or, do you hear what Trump said? Or, it's it's like they don't look at. Okay, let's let's look at what he did for our country. Let's look at all the good things that he 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 uh, implemented. Uh, all of the great. Uh, things that made us a stronger nation and a wealthier nation and a more respected nation around the world. They don't look at that. They just kind of glance off the news. You know, if, if they're like, uh, you know, in a pinball machine where you hit the ball and it kind of bounces off the, the different uh, rubbers along the way and bing, 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 bing. That's how they pick up the news. And then, I've, then they evaluate and then they go out and say stupid stuff. Robert De Niro you know, he gets up on stage at some award uh, oh, a, a few years did. ago. Do you remember that? And and yeah, and he, he said it was f, yeah. yeah. He used the f bomb, and uh, he wanted to be cool. You know, and uh, and I thought, you know, you're an idiot. You are truly an idiot. You know, people like this guy because he pretends to be other people. People like Robert De Niro because he gets out in front of the world and he he pretends to be heroes or tough guys, all of the things that in real life he probably isn't, you know? I mean, an actor, a good actor, is a good mimic. We're all actors to a certain extent. You know, when we're little kids— when we're babies, we mimic our, our parents, and we we watch what they do, and we kind of do the same thing. We watch mm. their language, we watch the way they walk, the way they, they talk, and after a while, we start to become that. We're all actors to a certain extent, but real actors, they don't lose that skill. They keep looking and imitating all throughout their life. So you get a guy who's doing a movie, and people say, boy, He's such a great talent, such a great artist. First of all, movies, people don't realize, many people don't realize that movies are, you know, one take after another till we get it right, yeah. you know? I mean, they'll, they'll a director will sit behind the camera and say, okay, let's do this scene. This is scene 22. You're supposed to walk into the room. You're supposed to say, sit down, or I'll make you sit down. That's what I want you to say. That's the line. They could spend all day doing that one line until the director goes, oh, that's it. We got it. And, and so when you see the final cut, you think this guy's a great actor. He walks in. He says, sit down or I'll make you sit down. And you think, my God, he says that with such conviction. Well, it took him all day to do it,
2: you mm-hmm. know.
0: these, that, But that's what an actor does. They mimic. It's not like they're great minds or great geniuses. So all of a sudden in our society today, we have – Given these people this deference, like, oh, they're so intelligent, you know. So and so doesn't like Trump. He, it must mean something. No, nah, it's no more of an of a, um, and an, an, it's no more of a, of a, a better opinion than your opinion or my opinion. You know, right? It's just that he is a big. They have bigger platforms, and I could go on and on. But uh, I mean, I respect actors. I love a good actor or a great performance, but. But they're yeah. actors, and they yeah. ought to
3: stick to what they, they do and know. You know, they're not politicians, and but yet they do. They they use that platform because we've put our, our faith and trust in them. Oh, well, that's Robert De Niro. Yeah. He's a yeah. big actor. Yes, of course. So if he says don't vote for Trump, he, he must know what he's talking about. And he could be the biggest idiot in the world, and I purport he is. The, you know, I would tell you he is an idiot. <laughs> you know, I mean, to sit there and take his – soapbox and drop the F bomb against Trump, you know, um, okay. If you're, if you're a lefty you're going to, yeah, all right. Yeah. But if you're, if you're, if you're a Trump supporter, he lost you. He just polarized himself and he lost you. Yeah. I liked Robert De Niro as an actor. Now I think he's a scumbag. I wouldn't, I, I see a show coming on. Oh, he's got a new movie. Well, I hope he did a good job with it, because I'm not gonna watch it. You know, Isn't and- that sad?
0: Because I used to like to watch his his performances. I would think, boy, you know, what a talented guy, but you he's know, not you, a you, you hear guy. him talk. And he's trying to be the tough guy he pretends he is on so many of his movies, you know, this this uh this rugged persona, you know, this um just and it's it doesn't it doesn't work when he's trying to do it for real, if you know what I'm saying.
3: Um, because he doesn't know how somebody saw a look in his face, and like you said, you know, they they sat there and said, Okay, I want you to say this line, you know, shut up or I'll shut you up, right? You know, and he goes, and he would go, Shut up or I'll shut you up. No, 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 cut. Let's do that again. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. give me that face that you that (laughs) that one right there, shut up or I'll shut you up, yeah, you know, or whatever, however you do it. I'm not an actor, but you know, I'm just saying. You know, but that director knows what he wants, and he's going to go through that line a million times until yeah. you say it, and that saying matches that face that you're wearing that day. You know,
0: that's exactly right. And uh, but you know, in our world, we we equate their on-screen performances as some kind of an intelligence. You know, a guy will play, for example, uh, uh, a some great scientist on in a movie and they will look at the actor and they'll equate him or, or a guy will play like a, a soldier. I mean, how many times you see saving private Ryan, all of a sudden you start to think, boy, wasn't uh, Tom Hanks brave in that movie? <laughs> you know, I mean, no, he wasn't. They shot that movie in Ireland. Not one single bullet was shot at this guy. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. how it is in movies. It's make believe. If you saw, mm-hmm. for example, how they'll they'll shoot a scene you'll be a, you'll see this cavernous scene a big cave with you know they've they've stumbled into this huge cave You think, my god where did they shoot this then you find out in reality that they only photograph a certain sec- section of the uh, of the scene that's where the actors are and the rest of it is what they call a, a matte shot that's mean that means that nowadays they, they create it with a computer but in the old days they had artists who would draw the cavern, the, the big, you know, ornate mm-hmm. place that they were supposed to be in. It wasn't a real cavern. It was something which was created by an artist. Nowadays, computer artists will create these backgrounds. They don't exist in real life. You know, nah. m- movies are magical, yes. They're not, in many cases, they're just not real. You'll say, I saw this. How did they shoot that spaceship? Well, there was no spaceship in real life. You know, we could go on. There's so
3: many movies that way we could go on forever. But uh,
0: Uh, you see where uh, Alan Dershowitz was talking about these protesters. Alan Dershowitz is a a respected uh, Harvard uh, law professor, a great trial lawyer. He was the guy, even though he's a a self-proclaimed liberal, he was the lawyer who represented President Trump in the first impeachment trial and, you know, got him off. He believes in the law, and he's one of these guys that he, uh, even though he continually will tell you he's a liberal, he will say that more than anything else, he's a constitutionalist. He believes in the Constitution, and you don't mess around with it. But he was talking about these Harvard protesters who were supporting uh, Hamas and what they Mm -hmm. did, Uh, A week ago, last Saturday... And uh, so Alan Dershowitz was on Hannity's program. Listen to what he said.
4: They're the richest university in the world. No decent employer should ever, ever
0: hire any student who supported these rapes and these beheadings. They should treat these students exactly as they would treat Ku Klux Klan members who supported the lynching of blacks, who supported the shooting of gays, who supported the, the raping of women. There should be no distinction between... These neo-Nazis, the ones at Harvard, and the neo-Nazis who everybody would say that nobody should employ. I admire the professor from Berkeley who said, don't hire my students. My students. I would say the same thing. Don't hire my students. You know, these are people who don't deserve to be hired. And
2: more importantly, your clients don't deserve to be serviced by bigots, racists, and anti-Semites like this.
0: You know... What amazes me about what's happening in the world right now is I think back to World War II and the Holocaust and you think, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that could never happen again. We have got to have learned as a, as a race, as a human race, that uh, that it just cannot happen anymore, that kind of horrendous violence towards anyone. And yet we're living in that right now. It's well, happening again
3: because we don't teach in our schools history anymore what did the left do you know when they took power even before they started doing away with books that they didn't like the history that was in it you know and they were saying well you know we got to get a, we got to get rid of these people that are racist and you know well it was democrats that were slave owners and and you know started this whole bit but let's let's remember the history whether it's democrat or republican let's remember the history so we have a trail we got some cookie crumbs to know where we came from so we don't mm-hmm. go back there again but no let's get rid of this history so i do think that what you said is so. so
0: very true though we we don't value history they don't teach it you know i we've talked about this before but when i was younger they taught history you american history started with well, it really started with the pilgrims, but it started mm. seriously during the the American Revolution, and then it goes to the uh, the War of eighteen twelve, and it goes to uh, uh, the Civil War, and the Spanish American. All these wars, all these conflicts, were taught in school. I don't. I'd be willing to bet you money that if I were to sit down with a, a senior in high school right now and ask him about. Uh, certain key events in the uh, Revolutionary War, they wouldn't have a clue. If I said to them, "Can you tell me a little bit about Antietam?", I'll bet you these kids wouldn't wouldn't know about Antietam, the Battle of Antietam, the biggest battle, biggest one day battle in American history in 1862. I think it was September of 1862. They wouldn't know that story. They wouldn't know about Gettysburg and what happened at Gettysburg. They wouldn't know what Little Round Top is. They wouldn't know what the Spanish-American War was all about. The, the bat, remember the blowing up of the Maine. What was that all about? They wouldn't know these things because, seriously, folks, they're not teaching it. As a matter of fact, what they did do is they implemented about two or three years ago. Do you remember that 1619 project where they they actually rewrote history? Mm-hmm. They re, they changed some of the important events in history. They made it woke and they said this is history and it it wasn't everybody who knows history knows it was a lie but the woke left pushed this down the throats in school districts like the little uh you know pawns that they are oh we got to implement the 1619 project oh we have to get that book in there and we have to start you know talking about the different things in history that didn't happen you know it it's sad mm-hmm. we are uh, we were in a We're in a a strange time right now. I don't, and all of this stuff, by the way, in my opinion, is leading us toward um, a conflict. You know, because people don't know history, uh, they're frustrated, they get upset, they think it's, they think that what's happening in the Middle East is happening for the first time. Many young people don't know about the war in nineteen sixty-seven or nineteen seventy-three. It was before
3: their time, so they don't care.
0: That's true. That's very true. So they think this is the first time there's been a conflict in the Middle East. They think that Israel really hasn't—why should Israel exist? Why wouldn't—all the other countries are Arab, you know? Why shouldn't
3: Israel uh, move along? What schools should do is teach the history, show the dots, and connect the dots to where you are today. And this is why you're here today, and this is what happened and the trail. Because if they don't do that, yeah, it's not important, not significant. Ah, well, who cares And then you you run into the same trap again. Mm. History repeats itself if you let it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, you know another thing I found interesting yesterday, Bill, I think you'll you'll find this interesting too. Uh, we've had we have the war in the Ukraine, which is still going on and from what I've been able to discern, it's not going well for the ukraine russia's mm-hmm. having their way so what happens when that happens is they they redirect the attention of the world to another war okay so now we have the conflict in the middle east which is sucking up all the oxygen but even that you know i think the the world is it's experiencing a burnout it you know we don't stay focused on a story very long as a population anymore. we kind of like, okay, okay, we have another war in the Middle East. Oh, okay, fine. Now, what else is going on? And so they, sh- they shoved this out there yesterday, I think is a distraction. Uh, a comet three times the size of Mount Everest is yeah. heading towards the Earth, according to astronomers. Pons Brooks, which has been deemed as the Devil Comet due to uh, its the horns, horns exploded on October 5th and is now on a trajectory towards Earth now you're going oh my god we're gonna get hit by a it's, comet now it's, now it's going to miss no it's gonna us. no need to worry uh, because the comet is not expected to hit the earth but uh, will be visible in some parts of our, our globe between April and June of next year but they didn't they didn't start the story off like that they had headlines you know comet heading towards the earth you know like oh my god. That's
3: called news sensationalism. You think? you take you No, know, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, you take a headline out there and you, you know, to grab attention and you focus on that and go, and at the end, eh, just kidding, it's not going to hit you. Um <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, and as, and, and as we talk right now, the world is blowing up on the other side of the globe, you know. But uh, it's no
0: important. And, and the other thing, are you, are you burned out, Bill, over this speaker vote thing? I mean, you know, it, it was when it first started to happen, you know, uh, we paid attention. You know, when it was Scalise and when it was Jordan, I kind of paid attention but you know now they're they're on the third day of voting for Jordan, and with all due respect, I like Jim Jordan. I think he should be the speaker. But there are some uh, rhino hold holdouts, and and I don't care what they say they are. They're rhinos. they they if they were truly yeah. if they truly were following along with the, the group, they would uh, suck it up and vote for Jim Jordan, so we could get on with the work of the of the House. But they're not doing actually,
3: that. yeah. What's going on? And I don't have the guy's name. I didn't print the story, but what I read yesterday are the twenty holdouts. Oh yeah. All right. They are getting money, big money, from a business owner, a GOP donor, by the way. Well,
0: that's a surprise.
3: But they're getting big money. Yeah. And he's also a backer of Desantis, and he's anything but Trump, and he's anything and any and because Jordan was a big supporter. Of Trump, especially yeah. during the January 6th, this is punishment. So, with that player out there, yeah, you're never going to get a, a, a sure. cohesive vote on the house because this guy is sitting there, he wants to disrupt it. And, Bill, let's say hypothetically,
0: uh, we're all calling our representatives or calling these representatives and saying, Hey. Uh, if you don't vote the right way, I'm not going to, uh, support you in the future. I'm going to support the guy running against you. If this big donor says to these 20 people, Hey, I'm going to put, uh, how about $2 million in each of your coffers? I'm just, I'm using that figure as an example. I have no facts here, but let's say he says, I'm going to put a huge chunk of money into your, your account. Uh, you can do with it what you want, but what I want you to do is, I don't want you to vote for Jordan. I I think a lot of these people will figure, hey, this is my retirement retirement fund. I don't need to be a representative anymore. Hey, listen, I can just take this money and run. A- and well, I think a lot of these guys are into doing their it. Pocket.
3: Pardon, Bill? Yeah, he's putting money into their pocket. I'm trying to see if I can Google it real quick to uh, to get, get the figure. His name? Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find the guy's name uh, because uh, you know the, the, he's a he's a big he's a big time business guy. Yeah. But the, the point is, is that money's involved, and you know there's not just dirty Democrats. There's dirty Republicans. Oh, absolutely, too. absolutely. And
0: you know, I got to speaking of dirty Democrats. While you're looking for that, I got to play this. Nancy Pelosi uh, added her two cents about Jim Jordan. You know, first of all, for anybody to give her a chance to speak in front of a microphone, that person should lose their journalistic license if they have one. I don't think mm-hmm. they have one. But, I mean, he, she, she'd be, he should never be allowed to go visit another press conference again. But Nancy Pelosi had this to say about Jim Jordan. When we've had
1: a, a, uh, a speaker's race on our side or their side, we've always respected each other's judgment. But today... And yesterday, that that was an assault on our democracy
0: as Jim Jordan assaulted our democracy on January 6th. Oh, me with a pitchfork. You know, Jim Jordan insulted our democracy. One of the most respectful representatives uh, in the House today is Jim Jordan. He's dignified. He's intelligent. He is a conservative. And that's the biggest problem. That Pelosi has, if he were a liberal leftist, she would be, uh, uh, she would be praising him to no end. But he's a conservative, and that's just enough for Nancy. And yeah,
3: uh, yeah. and she's running again. She goes, age is well, it's just a number. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh,
3: and, uh, yeah, you know, you, you're right about that, Nancy. And yours is up. You know, <laughs> you know.
0: Nancy. Is amazing. She, she will start to look, and I'm. this is just a personal observation, but when she was speaking and you saw her all the time, after a while she'd start to look her age. All of a sudden the wrinkles would start to appear again. She'd look tired and haggard, and you'd think, oh, my God, she really is 80. And then um, she would disappear for two or three weeks. Seriously. Yeah. And then she'd come back, and she'd look like 60 <laughs> Where have you been, Nancy? You know, but I guess when you're worth twenty six million dollars, you can do stuff like that. You know, she can do
3: whatever she wants to, and that's why she wants to stay in because she thinks she's going to live forever, and she wants to make money forever. Okay, I get it, Nancy, but you know what? You don't represent the people you think you represent. You know, you're uh, a, you're you, an eighty year old woman.
0: You know, you look around you, the city she she represents. I would I would. Remove her just for her lack of attention. I, look at look at San Francisco. Once it was a jewel, once it was a showplace. Once people wanted to go to San Francisco to see the Golden Gate Bridge or go down and look at the the pier and you know the market district. They she they wanted to be in San Francisco because it truly was one of America's most beautiful cities. But nowadays. You look at San Francisco, and it's it's just littered with uh, needles and trash, and there are uh, homeless people who have taken over parks, and it's it's a, it's a scary place to be. People have moved out of certain areas of town. Businesses have moved out of certain areas of town to other safer areas of town. People who have been on certain streets for decades doing business have closed their stores. It moved away because it wasn't safe for them to work there
3: anymore, you know? No. And it's it's people like Nancy's fault. Yeah. You know, they should be held accountable for what they've done. You know, the, the property values there, the business owners that have lost, you know, their livelihood for their lifelong investment because of decisions she's made.
0: You know, uh, speaking of uh, how things have changed, I was reading a story yesterday about uh, the Roosevelt Hotel in New York, which mm-hmm. has... Literally been taken over by illegals. It is now uh, a location that is completely uh, dedicated to illegals in New York City. It was once a shining, beautiful, uh, you know, just a great uh, New York hotel. But now it's like, uh, well, it's not, okay? But there are restaurants nearby that have also commandeered by the government and taken over. And these restaurants are totally for illegals. And they are guarded at the front doors by what appears to be national guardsmen. If you are just a citizen off the street, if you are like a real American and you want to go into that restaurant to eat, you're prohibited from going into the restaurant because that restaurant is only for illegals. This is in New York City. So they got the Roosevelt Hotel. They've got the restaurants, some restaurants around the Roosevelt Hotel, and of course they have some illegals who are just hanging out on the sidewalk uh, next to the Roosevelt Hotel. I mean, and by the way, if you've never been to New York, Grand Central Terminal. It's not. It's not Grand Central Station. It's Grand Central Terminal. Beast. It's an endpoint. that the, the trains go to Grand Central and stop. They don't drive through to another destination, uh, and Grand Central Terminal is a palace. They did a in a renovation about uh, twenty five years ago to the to the building, and it just brought back all of the glory that it was originally designed to be. But right outside the Grand Central uh, Terminal, literally across the street, is the Roosevelt Hotel, filled with illegals now. So, I mean, the neighborhood is changing thanks to this problem that Joe Biden has created. You know you' you're traveling to New York uh, and you go to Grand Central and you walk out the door and you're you're surrounded by people who shouldn't be there, Strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I That's used to. Wor- state. I used to work there, and uh, I used to think the world of New York City. I used to love New York City. I was young. And it was just a big, glorious city to work in. All the different Broadway shows, all the different exciting places to visit. And uh, nowadays, I don't think I'd go to New York. I would bypass it. You well, know? I
3: wouldn't go to New York, but, uh, well, especially New York City because uh, yeah. you know, their taxes are going to go up even higher because how are they going to get themselves out of debt that they're about to get? Uh, Clear
0: God, I don't, I do not know. Hey, uh, Donald Trump made a statement. Did you see this on Tuesday about the WHO? You know, Donald Trump is staying very, very relevant. I don't know how the man finds the time to do all the things he does because he spent uh, yesterday and the day before yesterday in court, New York. But uh, he released a statement on the World Health Organization, and it's, it went like this:
2: The World Health Organization has become nothing more than a corrupt globalist scam paid for by the United States, but owned and controlled by China. When the China virus reached our shores three years ago, the World Health Organization disgracefully covered the tracks of the Chinese Communist Party every single step of the way. For this reason, it was my great honor to terminate America's relationship with the World Health Organization. The United States was paying the World Health Organization almost $500 million a year. When I dropped out, I took it out of there And for 330 million people, even though China was paying only $40 million for 1.4 billion people. So we had 330, they have 1.4, and we're paying more than 10 times the amount. That's typical for the United States because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Unfortunately, crooked Joe Biden foolishly re-entered the World Health Organization at the full price and without any negotiations or reforms. And now Biden is pushing to bypass the United States Senate to enter a pandemic treaty that would surrender American sovereignty to the World Health Organization, again controlled by China. The draft treaty would require the United States to send vast quantities of medical supplies to other countries in the event of another pandemic. And it would push aggressive censorship of free speech on issues of public health. Just like they censored the truth about the Wuhan lab, which I said that's where it came from, remember. Under the next Trump administration, that treaty will be immediately terminated. I would not allow public health to be used as a pretext to advance the march of global government. That's what they're doing, globalists. The United States will withdraw from the corrupt World Health Organization, which, in light of its utter failure on COVID – they had a tremendous disaster on COVID – deserves to be completely abolished and replaced. Then I will work to forge a new coalition of nations that are strongly committed to protecting health while also upholding sovereignty and freedom. I want to thank you very much, but I also want to say this. I could have renegotiated the deal. I could have gone into the World Health Organization for $25 million. Biden didn't take that deal. He's paying almost $500 million. They were so anxious to get the United States back after I terminated the agreement. They were so anxious to get it back that they offered me a deal, 25 to $30 million. And I said, no, I'll wait. Could have gotten it for less, but I didn't want less at that point. We were paying almost $500 million. Could have done it for 25 to 30 Biden took the 500, almost the $500 million deal. He knew he could have gotten back in for less. So why did he pay so much? But that's just one of many things that are wrong with our country. Thank you very much.
0: President Trump, he released it on Tuesday. Uh, right. That's interesting. We, we were paying $500 million bill for the WHO. Mm-hmm. And Trump got us out of that. And China was only paying at the time $40 million. And they have 1.4 billion people we have 330 million people uh then at the end then so the world health organization went over to president trump said look at okay you can stay in for 25 million dollars we'll cut you a deal and trump said no no i don't want to do that what do we get for it nothing so then biden so then biden becomes president and he just
3: he just pays the 500 million dollars well, it's not his cash. It's not his checkbook. So yeah, yeah, okay. But you know, somewhere Biden's getting, you know, because this is China. Yeah. And Biden's got kickbacks. That's true. So, I didn't think about that. Yes. You know, so yeah, you know, okay, five hundred million.
4: How much hey, it goes to the get big a,
3: guy? Can I get a ten percent cut? <laughs> Oh, my God! You yeah. know, come on, you know you gotta think like Biden to figure out what he's doing, and you know he is a crooked guy. They talk about how great he is, and they're 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 touting he is the best president there ever was. How did this clown show from the eighties that everybody said was a clown was proven to be a liar, and all the way through his career, he was a clown show, mm-hmm. and he was a crook. And then even during the Obama administration, you want something screwed up, <laughs> give it to Joe. But he's a crook. Yeah. And now he's the best thing since sliced bread. He is a he, – he's the great poopah, You know, he's the great savior yes. of the world in the United States. Well – And Bidenomics, the top 10 U.S. cities, all Democrat-run, are going, going bankrupt. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's that's that Bidenomics is really,
0: really great stuff. Yeah, you yeah. want to sink a
3: ship, you know, yeah. get Joe to captain it.
0: <laughs> hey, um, you know what happened yesterday? Uh, this one really, for the most part, uh, it just snuck under the news cycle. The United mm-hmm. Nations embargo against Iran's access to missile and drone markets expired yesterday, proving, uh, providing Iran. Uh, and uh, and Hamas too, with major advantages over Israel, a- and the U.S. could have stopped this if Biden had protested this, but Biden and his administration just let it happen. They just
3: let this uh, this uh, um, sanction on uh, 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 missiles and drones. I don't think they're wholeheartedly backing Israel. I think it's just a you know I think it's just a show. Well, you know, I have
0: a question, Bill. Do you think that uh, we're going to send troops into the Middle East? Uh, are we going to be in a shooting war in the Middle East uh, during the course of this year? Or well, do you, or, looking or, here
3: in my notes, I do see that we uh, we did, uh, we're calling up some guys, Marines. getting them on the standby. Yeah, Marines. Yeah. They yeah. are. I think some of 5,000 are uh, ready to be deployed. And these are like special notice? units. These are special assault units. Um.
0: But you know know. what?
3: You can have the best special assault unit out there. If you don't have the right leader in place, the commander and the plan, you know, we could take some of our bravest, best trained guys and put them in harm's way and not give them the intel that they need and they get shot. Is Trump, I'm sorry, is Biden...
0: Uh, still in the Middle East. I haven't been. I mean, his his trip has been so uneventful that I don't think anybody really knows what he's doing. Is he still hanging around Israel, or
3: well, you know, you got to figure he probably had jet lag and needed to take a Biden nap along with a jet lag nap. So he's probably still sleeping. I don't no. know. I haven't heard that he's back. You know, so he's there. Well, the, but I know
0: Jordan said uh, forget forget the visit. Don't come. Don't come. We're, we're not going to have the visit. He had planned on going to Jordan to negotiate with some of the Hamas leaders and stuff like that, and apparently they had second thoughts because they were like in the middle of a war, not Jordan, but Hamas, and they said, "Nah, we, we haven't got time for this. And uh, so Biden essentially just talked to the Israelis. Now I'm thinking, well, now what is he doing? Is this sort of like hanging around,
3: you know? Um uh, well, Biden's really mucked it up because I know Egypt now is is kind of leaning towards Palestinians, Hamas. Well, this is not going to end well. I, I'm I'm am afraid
0: that we truly are headed towards uh, uh, some kind of a conflict. I hesitate to say World War Three, but it kind of seems like it's going in that direction. I've always said, you know. I feel like I'm sitting on a bus and there's no driver. It's like Biden should be driving the bus because he's president, but he's just not sitting there doing the job and I and I don't feel like we have a leader who's protecting our assets if you know what I mean
3: well and, we're we're in trouble because um, you know even though the poll numbers are great for Trump. Still a long ways to go, and the the left media and the Democrats are doing everything they can to sit there and derail the Trump train. Uh, They've out—where their money's coming from, I don't think everybody's donating Democrat like they say, but they do have a big, you know, they do have a big pool of money, bigger than the Republicans have or Trump has. They're they're about two to one on that. And you're going to see a lot of political ads— flying out there, but they're talking about how Biden is going to win, you know, even though the numbers don't say it. I mean, I saw a story yesterday. Biden's going to win, you know. Well, if you control the computers, if
0: you you control the counting, if you control the counting of the the votes, then
3: all bets are off. Well, they're positive that they're going to find a way to trip up Trump and lock him up and take all of his money. I mean, the judge in the case has already said, yeah, you know, he's frauded for years. No, he hasn't, you know, but, you know, these guys are, are taking something to try to, you know, trip him up, take his money, and create a crime and lock him up. They'll do anything that they can to do that.
0: You know, during World War II, the Nazis would have these tribunals, and they would have these very ornate courtrooms, and they would have a panel of what they called judges— And these judges wore the robes, and they all looked dignified. They all looked intelligent. They all spit out the Nazi puke. And they all were, uh, if anything, they were the antithesis of being legal and judicial. They were Nazi stooges who, who did the worst of things found good people guilty of terrible things that they didn't do, and then had them either put into prison or tortured or executed. This happened regularly during World War II. But what I'm trying to say is don't be fooled by the fact that a guy's wearing a robe and he has the title that he's truly an honorable and judicial and legal kind of guy. These guys in many cases, especially this guy in New York, this judge that, the, that Trump is in front of right now, this buffoon who giggles at the cameras when the cameras are rolling, uh, I mean, this guy, his mind is already made up. He knows
3: what he wants to do and how he's going to do it. Oh, yeah, he's doing that. you hear about the legal assistance to one of the uh, assistant Oh, I heard, uh, To yeah. one of the judges? Yeah. Uh, charged in on the, 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 the Trump trial yesterday, was headed towards Trump. And they had to go in and get her and take her out. Now, well, I don't she said she they'd... was she said that she was there to help
0: President Trump. That's what she said. Hey. Uh all the nuts, uh, yeah, I'm all sure the nuts she was. are not in the fruitcake, you know? Um, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna she was banned from ever going to that courtroom again. Seriously. Well if she
3: was there to help Trump, yeah. then give up what you've got so that it gets to you know, if, if she was going to help you can relay it to somebody to take it in because mm-hmm. you know who the bad players are if that's what she
0: indeed is doing. I, I think she uh, lost a marble along the way somewhere. Um, I want to play one more cut. we're gonna be a little long today but this is worth, right. this is worth listening to. This is a guy uh, he's a conservative uh, candidate for I believe Prime minister in uh, in Canada. His name is Pierre. Poilevert. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, but it's close. My, I, I, it, you can you can look it up. He is being interviewed by uh, a dishonest news media sort, a guy who was there who thought he was going to put uh, this guy in his place. And you have to envision this. This guy, Pierre Poilevert is uh, eating an apple he's, as he's being interviewed. He's just listening to this guy talk, this this uh, reporter who thinks he's gonna nail this ca- this politician because he's a conservative and because he likes Trump. Listen to how it went.
4: Um, on the on the topic, I mean, in terms of your sort of strategy, currently you're obviously taking the populist uh, pathway. Um, what does that mean? Well, appealing appealing to people's uh, more emotional levels, I would guess. Um, I mean, certainly, certainly you, you certainly, you, certainly you tap certainly you tap uh, very strong ideological language quite frequently. Like what? uh left wing, you know, this and that, right wing, they you know, I mean it's that that type of ideological stuff. I never really talk about left but or right anyways, a lot I of don't people, really believe in that. Okay. A lot of people would, would say that you're simply taking a page out of the Donald Trump uh Broadway, book. like which people would say that? Well, I'm sure a great many Canadians, but Like cool. who? <laughs> I don't know who, but um, well, you're the one who asked the question, so yeah. you must know somebody. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sure there's some out there, but anyways, the, the point say. of this, the point of this question is, I mean, why should why should Canadians trust you with their vote, given? You know, not not just a sort of ideological inclination in terms of taking the page of Donald Trump's book, but what are you also about what page, what page? Can you give okay. me a page? Give me the page. You keep <laughs> in, saying in that. Terms, in terms of ter- turning things quite dramatically, in terms of of Trudeau and and the left wing and all of this, I mean, you you, you make quite a you know, it's it's quite a play that you make on it. So I'm I'm not just sure. Wondering. I don't under- I don't know what your question okay. is. Okay, then forget that. Why should Canadians trust you with their vote? Common sense Sense. Common sense for, for a change. We're going to make common sense common in this country. We don't have any common sense in the current government. You know, the guy prints $600 billion grows our money supply by 32% in three years. That's growing the money eight times faster than the economy. No wonder we have the worst defla- inflation in four decades. I'm going to cap spending, cut waste so that we can balance the budget and bring down inflation and interest rates. You'll want to be able to pay your mortgage again. you want to be able to afford rent. Then you have to vote for Pierre Polyev because I'm the only one with a common sense plan that will bring back the buying power of your paycheck.
0: Pierre Polyev, that's how he pronounces it. But uh, uh, a smart guy, but I love how he handled that report. And, you know, a lot of reporters do that nowadays. They make stuff up as they go, Bill. A yeah, lot of people well, say unknown sources have said, you know, there was a time when you couldn't even, It's a trick question to, to bait you into saying something, and it means
3: you didn't do your homework.
0: Yeah. When I was a younger man in this business, you had to have your sources, you had to be able to report, you know, uh, the mayor said this about you, or, you know, there had to be people behind your 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 comments, but nowadays, you know, people say... A lot of people believe that, and this guy was saying, "Who, who are they? What, what? What
3: are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what they say. You know yeah. what they say, don't you? What? Anyhow, who? Who? They keeps." An apple a day keeps the liberal away.
0: I guess it does. <laughs> and I think uh, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Hey, if you want to uh, call us, our number
3: is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. You like that one. I Mail do. Mail it at itsanotherday.com. Mail at jimandbill.com. And mail.com An and apple
0: a day keeps the liberal away. <laughs>
3: How true. Well, Yeah, but you know what a liberal says when they see a Republican eating an apple? What? Asta, la baby! I'm out of here! The
0: Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that, too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com, and this is what she said.
1: From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times.
0: I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?